podcast on Fahrenheit 451, and we are reviewing part three of the book. Uh, at the end of part two, uh, the fireman pulled up to Guy's house, and a guy killed Beatty. Then he ran away, and he visited Favor. And then uh, Favor had to wash down his whole house because the hound was chasing him, and then uh, Faber told him to go up the river, and there will be some people there to meet him. So Guy did go up the river, and he found a bunch of people that kind of just accepted him. The, the, there was, they were kind of rebels, and they kind of just accepted him to their place. And then at the very end, uh, the city blew up from attack. Alright, so our overall topic for this podcast is going to be standing up for what is right. Okay, so the first question I have is, why does Montag think that he should stand up for what's right? Uh, okay, so I think Montag stood up for what's right because he was sick and tired of how the world is because he finally looked around and he saw that everybody was on their uh, TV walls and they were doing, they were just addicted to technology and people and children were just killing other people and he just was done with it. He wanted to do something different. So he found books in a very accessible way to do it. I agree. I think that Montag made the decisions that he made because he kind of, his eyes were opened and he kind of realized the things that were happening in his society that other people might not have been able to kind of see and realize, such as technology kind of taking over and people just kind of, you know, being, I guess, I'd say kind of addicted to technology. And I think he started to realize kind of how um, the government is kind of keeping stuff from people by taking away books. And, you know, he kind of questions what's being taken away. And... He's curious, and I think um, Clarice um, kind of sparked that curiosity. But I think like once it started, and once he started to question things, and he wanted to investigate, that kind of caused him to realize what was happening and the bad things that was that were happening, and that made him make his decision. So a question I have that's kind of based off of the last one is, did Montag make the right decision? I think that he did because if he didn't, then there would be a lot of like he didn't he wouldn't have done anything to help the the world try to re uh, become a better world, and he also probably wouldn't be alive anymore because of the explosion in the city. So I think that that is important, and I think that he's a really good um, he's really helpful for the rebels outside the city too, and he's gonna really help them um, make the world a better place after it's over. I agree, and I actually have a quote for that. Um, on page 145, you did what you had to do. You carried out, nationals, carried, it, carried out on a national scale. It might have worked beautifully, but our way is simpler, and we think better. I think that like explains that the people he's with think that he did something right, that they're happy with what he did. It made them happy, and it's... And they think it's going to make other people happy all around the world.
Yeah, I think that also shows like that um, he's going to be a really great asset to their team, and so I think that that's going to really help them once when they're rebuilding the world. And so I think that that's going to it's a good thing that he made the decision to um, stand up for what he thinks is right. Yes, they all have one common goal, which is just to kind of make a difference and get out of there. Okay. Um, why do people throughout history also stand up like Montag did? I think that this is kind of because all these people, they might have different ideas or beliefs or things that they kind of want to promote or show off and they want to share out their ideas. And they just really want to um, make a difference and kind of show out their point of view. So, I mean, and it could be from very large, different, like small to large scales and the topics can be, you know, really serious to not very serious. And I think one example, um, you know, in our society would be kind of religion to where some people... Um, might stand out in a bad way, like Islam extremists, who might commit like um, acts of terrorism to kind of show what they want, and so that way they can stand up and want everybody to follow their um, religion. So they might do things like, well, they've done things such as like the Twin Tower bombings, which is like a huge tragedy for the United States, and it's terrible things, but it can also be good things where you kind of stand up for what's right, and you kind of try, and you can try to make a difference. Like maybe, for example, um, banned books in our society, kind of people might stand up so that way books aren't banned. And so that way people can kind of have a right to read those books and learn about those topics that might not be, you know, that you kind of have to be mature to read about. Yeah, I agree. And people probably also saw that there was something wrong with the world. Like, this part of the world is just wrong. It shouldn't be in our society. And I think... One great example of that was uh, Martin Luther King because he saw, well, this is happening. It's not fair to anyone. It's not helping anyone. It's just wrong and it needs to stop. I like how Nani said that it can be good and bad. Um, standing up for what you believe in can be have good effects and bad effects. Because, um, like using um, Ashton's example, um, Martin Luther King Jr. He stood up for what he believed is right in that created this amazing thing where um, people are all created equal in our country, which is fantastic. And um, But there are also people who believed that that shouldn't be the case, who stood up for what they believed in, and that created conflict in something that um, wasn't a good thing to have conflict in. And so I think that that's a really interesting thing. Okay, so why did Mildred turn in Montag? I think that um, she turned in Montag because that's what she believed was the right thing to do. Like we were just talking about, um, I think the this specific instance of her standing up for what she believed in was caused negative consequences both for um, Montag and for the man they ended up um, killing in his place, and even for Faber and for even Mildred. They all had to give up something. Um, Faber had to leave the city. And Mildred ended up. Um, she, she first she lost her the parlor walls and the family which she cared a lot about um, before ending up losing um, her life in the end. And I think that that um, so that had a ne- that specific instance had a negative consequence. Yeah, and I think we kind of connect back Mildred's decision to kind of like what she thought was the right thing to do, and she thought she was doing the right thing by turning to Montag. She might have thought that Montag was a bad person, and I think kind of. Um, can I back to like one of our topics from like the first and second podcast? Did Mildred and um, Montag truly love each other? And I'd say that Mildred kind of she probably didn't love Montag, 
just because she she turned him in and she dis agree disagreed with his thoughts. But I think Montag, after losing Mildred, kind of started to realize that he still kind of loved her and that um, it kind of connects to like um, our society where like sometimes you don't realize that you like or really appreciate something until you lose it. Like it says on page 153, it says, Montag says, I remember Chicago. Chicago a long time ago. Millie and I. That's where we met. I remember now. Chicago. A long time ago. And he's just it's like right after the bombs go off. But he starts to kind of remember Millie once he's lost her. Question I have for this group is, how is Red Bradbury kind of connected? Um, what's happening in 451 to like our current society and government? Well, I think that um, Ray, Badber Ray Bradbury wrote this. He wrote this in the um, 1950s, and that was during the Cold War. And I think that he connected this to that era, especially at the end when he, um, when the city exploded by nuclear with nuclear missiles. I think that that was kind of embodying the fear that they had that would actually happen to them in the world that they were living in today. That that time. Yeah, and. I think that he made the government, uh, they want control, so they take out some things just to have control over them, and also, uh, the government, the government just has, uh, seems like they have some of the things in mind that, that our society would want, but sometimes it doesn't turn out that way, actually, they, that there's, that the government's predictions just don't add up sometimes. Sometimes they forget to do the math and add things up, and it turns out to hurt some people instead of help them. Yes, I think that Bradbury um, did kind of a good job of really kind of predicting what could happen in the future, especially with like corruption in the government. And he's he did a good job of kind of like foreshadowing that and kind of figuring out what was going to happen. Because, like, in, in the book, the, the government was kind of, you know, it was showing qualities of a corrupt government, like banning books and preventing its citizens from kind of having knowledge and realizing what might be wrong with the government. And today, there's things happening with, you know, corruptness in the government. Like, for example, Donald Trump, he's been, he's, he's been accused and he might have used his power in office to kind of get personal things done, such as researching, um, using Ukraine resources to kind of research his competitors. And that's showing, you know, he, he's using his power to get things done that you, you can't do if you're not that powerful. Hey, so do you guys think that people ever he hesitate to do what's right in our society? I think that people definitely do because there's a lot of, usually when you want to stand up for what's right, there's a lot of risk involved. Um, like in the book, um, Faber was hesitant to do what's right because he was so afraid of being um, everything that he known being taken away from him, and I think that's a um, common fear of people who are wanting to stand up for what's right, because um, like a, a lot of cases today, like it's the government that are trying to keep people un under control, and the people know that there's something that can be done, but they're scared to rise up against the government to fix it. I can definitely agree, it's really hard to do what's right, especially in our society, and I guess in Fahrenheit, sometimes doing what's right can mean, you know, having your life ended, and it's really hard, but still in our society, I mean, you might not be facing um, death if you do what's right, but it can still be, like, a huge challenge, especially, like, getting people angry with you, 
and just not being white or standing out for other people. And you might want to look cool or just, you know, have popularity. And that's why it can be really hard, and it takes a lot of courage to kind of do what's right. But if you do, if you can, I mean, you're just kind of a better person. I agree with Johnny, too. Um, I also think that um, standing up for what's right in our society also is hard, even in the United States, because like Johnny said, um, it can affect like your popularity in school, but it can also affect like keeping your job and even bigger things like that, like where you live and what you're where you're working and things like that that can really affect the rest of your life. And so it's really hard to decide what's most important to you and whether it's more important for you to keep your circle of influence or if it's more important to do what you think is right. Yeah, and um, I also think it's really hard because in this society, you're taught, most people are taught to stay by the rules, listen to the rules, and when they want to rebel, it's kind of hard for them. And also, they're also given resources, and they're given sides of stories, they're given the good side in our society. And it's sometimes harder to figure out what's wrong, and sometimes harder to find your own resources and find your own way to stick out and tell people, hey, this is wrong, we need to change it. Thanks for listening to our podcast on part three of Fahrenheit 451.